Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey guys, welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. This is episode 137 with Ethan Butte of BombBomb. And I think this might be Ethan's third tour on the podcast. And uh, I'm bringing him on the show specifically this time around because this month we've been doing a ton of stuff around video, trying to encourage you guys to get into more video. And Ethan is the perfect guest for this because he's super passionate about it. And you'll see this right from the, the start of the interview, but he has great practical tips for not only how to get started, but where to use video and where to use it strategically to actually have a super large impact on your business. And especially even in the sales process, I know we talk a lot about marketing, but he's got some really good use cases in there. Ethan's a great guy. It's a great conversation. And I think you'll really enjoy this episode. Ethan, glad to have you back. I'm excited to be back. I appreciate the invite. It means that the first couple appearances were useful in some way. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and I know we were just talking, but for, for those of you listening, you may have picked up by now, we've been trying to beat you over the head with video and why it's so important. But as we were thinking about all of our video content and what would be helpful, Ethan was one of the first, uh, first people I thought of because... Well, one, they do a ton of video email, but I just remember you gave one presentation. It was at some local event, you know, I don't know, it was probably five or six years ago, but I know this is a big passion of yours is, is video. So maybe we'll, we'll start there. Like, why, why do you think it's so important? And then we can dive into, I want to pull out some things around how you can give some tips for people that maybe haven't done a lot of video, but it's always important to to know why. Like, why should we be excited about this? Sure. I mean, there are, there are a number of ways to take this question of like why it's important to do today. I guess I'll start with just the practical, like especially with video messaging, which is what I've spent most of my time teaching and practicing. You know, I've sent more than 11,000 video messages myself in email and LinkedIn and just Facebook Messenger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it's just like, it's like steadily for a long period of time. You know, in that context, you know, you save time, you avoid spelling and grammar and punctuation issues and these types of things. It's like, it's practical. It's pretty easy to do. In a lot of ways, it's like leaving a voicemail. But then this kind of goes to another layer, which is, it's you, right? And so ultimately, pretty much every market has been commoditized at this point. And home building is really no exception. Remodeling is no exception, except perhaps like if, you, if a particular builder has dominated a neighborhood and I, I really want to get into that neighborhood as it's coming up, maybe I don't have that much choice. But in general, when we think about differentiating ourselves in 2021 and beyond, it becomes so much more about how we make people feel, how we make them feel about themselves, how we make them feel about us in our representatives, our sales representatives, our support and service people, our company and our brand, our logo, how we make them feel about their problem or opportunity. Some people are coming to you perhaps out of desperation or immediate need. Some people are maybe coming because they just want a better, you know, a better space, a better place, just a better future for their family. And so 
This ability to communicate as yourself, face, voice, personality, expertise, sincerity, enthusiasm, all of this stuff that video captures that so much of our other digital communication misses. Obviously, plain black text on a plain white screen misses all of it. Voicemails and even phone calls get some of it. Video calls, next best thing to being there in person, but you still have to be there at the same time. Video messages take you out of time and space and allows you again to be yourself. And so this is you are your own best differentiator. Your brand is being defined mostly by human touch points, especially in these types of businesses. And so when you and your reps are so much more comfortable communicating in your own skin, as your own self, as you are, the more people feel connected to you, trust, rapport, relationship, all those things that we know drive deals. We look at the easy to measure things and the conversion metrics and we say, Awesome, 6.8%. That's better than 5.7% last quarter. That's amazing. We all know that in these numbers are immeasurable qualities, immeasurable characteristics, and immeasurable benefits. And those are human benefits, things we can't measure, like how warm I am, how much confidence I exude, how much people trust me, even after only spending a short amount of time with me, et cetera. And so video does all those things for you better than most of the ways we're communicating. And that's a wrap, guys. Uh, I mean... That's exactly why video is important. No, that's awesome, Ethan. And yeah, I can tell, I can just tell every time I, I get you going on this, you get excited. But it's because of probably those 11,000 plus messages you've sent, you've seen, you've been able to feel it, you know, the impact of video. And, you know, a lot of our, our listeners, they're remodeling business owners, they're home improvement business owners, some, you know, custom builders or builders. And so many websites you, you hop on and, you know, you think about like, how do you differentiate this type of business, one remodeler to another? And on so many sites, it's, you know, been in business 20 years, we're family owned, we're quality service, you know, high quality or, you know, and like you may actually have a quality service and it may actually be better, but somebody reading that text isn't able to do that. Like, and that's what I like about what you just said is that the video component you get all those qualities that you can actually, you know, bring across to somebody. They can feel it. They can hear it. They can see it. So maybe expand on that a little bit. If you were to just imagine maybe two websites or two scenarios where, you know, person A researching, they go to ABC remodeler and then XYZ remodeler and XYZ remodeler has a bunch of video of like the team and the owner and stuff like that. Like, how does that really play out? Does it make that big of a difference? In my experience and observation, it does, especially when you blend, you know, video in a web page, in a landing page, maybe in a YouTube channel, maybe in social with follow-up from your team as well. So you mentioned a couple of really good use cases there. I guess another quick why piece here is that motivation is driven by emotion. And, and by emotion, I don't mean that the videos on your website need to have like these really stirring musical scores and in in these types <laughs> of things. They need to be these sweeping pieces. Emotional is just, I feel what you feel. I feel your sincerity. I feel your excitement. I feel your passion, these kinds of things. And so, you know, if we want to move people to behave, we need to reach them in more emotional ways. And of course, visual, visual ways as well. So there's a ton of brain science there. So I just wanted to hit that really quickly. So on a website, you could obviously do, and you mentioned a couple of these already, easy videos. 
I'm using easy as in like, they just make a lot of sense. I'm not saying it's sure. easy. <laughs> you know, why? What's your passion? What's your motivation? You know, basically the same points that you're making in some of your copy, but having some way to tell that in a more visual and emotional and human way. So like, why does our company exist? Why are we different? That's an easy one. Introducing team members. Frequently asked questions is one of my favorites because you can use these on a series of pages or you can use them in a series of blog posts or you can use them in a YouTube playlist. Or like, You could make these videos, what I'm about to share, and use them in a variety of places and they'll be incredibly useful. What are the top 10 questions that you and your team members get daily, weekly, consistently. When someone is at this stage of their relationship with you, what are the top three questions that you tend to get over and over again? Make a video that answers those. Hey, you know, my name's Jeff and I'm with so-and-so, I guess XYZ in your scenario. And, uh, you know, I talk with customers every day of the week. And, you know, some people, especially when they're early on in the project, they don't quite have a vision for it. They're, They're thinking about this, that, or the other thing. They often wonder this. And that's what I'm going to tell you about right now. The way we think about it is blah, 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 blah. There might be a few different ways, a few different reasons you're wondering this. Here are a couple of ways we think about it. This is something we typically advise, but it depends. Pick up the phone, give us a call. We'd love to talk to you about your situation, right? And so you're using free, I mean, it's the same sort, I'm sure you and your team as you're, as you're working with some of these co- companies are thinking about it the same way in terms of writing the blog posts, but videos to go along with them because you are your own best differentiator. You are the reason people say yes. I, I don't know if I shared this story with you last time, but my wife and I got a new furnace and AC in our home. I'm in Colorado Springs where you are, not very far away. And uh, the furnace was original to the home. Uh, okay. it was, yeah. It's amazing that it was still working. We were yeah. like, okay, we kind of want AC too. And so we had three people come bid it out and we ended up going with the most expensive person. And it was because of the way that person made me and my wife feel when he was in our home talking about us and our family and our home and our situation. And, you know, all, all brand, they all represented legit brand names. We knew that going in and, you know, we knew a little bit about the brands and maybe had a preference for one over the other, but the person trumps the details because the person is where we make the emotional connection. And so, frequently asked questions, answering those on video. You can use those videos in a variety of places. Now, once you're generating opportunities, whether they're form fills, whether they're phone calls, whether they're referrals, whether it's repeat business, et cetera, following up with personal videos is a great way to do that. Um, You can do that in an evergreen fashion where you record a video once for everyone that comes to you in that way, let's say you have a form on your website and you can say, hey, you know, I'll stay, I guess I'm Jeff again at XYZ. Um, yeah, get your story hey, straight here. <laughs> hey, I, I noticed that you, uh, I noticed that you were interested in whatever the form fill was about. I just wanted to follow up, put a face with the name, let you know that it's very often helpful for, uh, for us to get on the phone with you to have a conversation, five, 10 minutes. We've got a couple questions we'd love to answer, learn a little bit more about you and what you're trying to get done and see if we can't be a value and benefit to you, right? So that's evergreen or you could do it truly personal. That's, that's especially helpful. I'll give you one more use case here and give it back to you so you can redirect me. These are two money-making video messages before every appointment and after every appointment. Before the appointment, you could probably do evergreen and get away with it. And by evergreen, I mean, again, record it once and use it over and over and over and again, that exact same video every time you set a new appointment. And it's 
Hey, Jeff with XYZ, really excited to, to spend a little bit of time with you, uh, learn a little bit more about what we're trying to get done. Uh, I've got all the details about the appointment right down below. In addition, you'll see a link to something about how awesome we are. If you have any questions in the meantime, go ahead and reach out and let me know. Otherwise, we'll see you soon, right? So you're not saying their name. You're not saying what the nature of the project is. You're not saying anything in particular. You're just kind of confirming the appointment. We've seen that that increases uh, receptivity when you show up for the appointment, they feel like it just takes away some of that anxiety, perhaps, especially if people are welcoming you into their home. It's a very personal space, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, that's why they're making the investments with you that they are, because they want to improve their personal space. But it's the idea that they feel warmer toward you, that they feel like they've met you, the conversation will start in a different place. And again, you record that video once and you can get tons of mileage out of it. The real money is afterward. Because you're probably in a lot of cases, unless you are a very, very warm referral or it's a, or it's a smallish type of project, you know, I know if I'm going to spend any amount of money, I'm going to get at least a couple. I'm going to talk to a couple different people, right? And so this is how you win against competitors is during the appointment, you're obviously following along with who they are, what they need, the context of the situation. You're noticing what's exciting to them. You notice what they're concerned about. You maybe are, are addressing some objections on the spot and on the fly. You're doing some probably diagnosis and prescription for their situation to get them where they want to be. You're probably helping them discover where they want to be. They know they want this space better. They just don't know what they want better about it. And so you're doing all this stuff. And so hopefully you're taking notes. If you're not, you're at least kind of committing it to memory so you can go write up the proposal. But something that is really helpful to do, and it will take you a minute or two maximum, is you record a video that says, hey, Jennifer and Bill, it's Jeff with XYZ. I wanted to thank you again so much for inviting me into your home. Love the conversation. I'm really excited about your vision. And I think if we can do some of the things that we talked about, it's obviously going to be an amazing future. That's not the language you use. I know that you're really excited about this. I feel like you're maybe a little bit concerned or perhaps just confused about this element. I just want to allay your fears there and just let you know, blah, 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 blah. As I mentioned, I'll have the proposal to you by the end of the week. If you have any questions in the meantime, reach out and let me know, right? So this does a few key things. One, it says, I am listening. Two, it says, you are truly worthy of my time and attention because you took the time to do it. Three, it shows alignment in like shared vision right? By speaking back to them, maybe in their own language about what excites or concerns them, what, what objections they had, you're coming alongside them in a, in a very personal and human way. And against a competitor, most people are not doing this. The vast, vast, vast minority of people are doing this. Like we've got 65,000 customers at BombBomb and we have other companies that do similar things. But when you add them all up, half a it's million nothing. people, maybe, yeah. maybe. And there are just, there are hundreds of millions of people who could be doing this in their roles, no matter what business they're in. And so um, just the act alone of doing it is just, it's a, it's a layup for getting that, especially against competitors. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I mean, it's applicable in all markets and, you know, when everyone's busy, you scoop up more jobs. And when, man, when it's tough to get a job and you're going against two, three, four other people, then it becomes even more important. You listed several use cases there, you know, kind of talking about the FAQs, and just being able to use those in a multitude of places, but also this, the money makers, right? The before and after. I love those because they're super personal. And like you said, maybe not all these like uh, bells and whistles on the video with fancy music and all this other stuff, but they're just effective. A lot of times, and I think this may be 
part of, you know, to your last point of why there are still so few people doing it is people are hesitant to get in front of the camera. And there's probably a number of reasons. And I always say, well, this is how you look in person. <laughs> it's the same as you look in front of the camera. But thats I don't think that's really enough all the time for people to go, oh, yeah, of course, it's the same. Yeah. Uh, so how do you start this journey of getting more comfortable in front of the camera and even thinking about the idea of, okay, I'm going to shoot this video after I just met with this couple and I want to come across in the way that you did in your example, you know, where it, it does look normal and it doesn't look super rigid and uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you touched on a couple really key things here. The first one is you do need a level of confidence and you know, all of our emotions are highly, highly transferable and contagious, right? And some people will say like sales is the, is the transfer of emotion, for example. So, you know, if you're not excited about the opportunity, why would anyone else be, right? Unless they're truly desperate or just over the moon already themselves. And so there's this, there's this transfer of emotion that goes on and it includes confidence. When we are confident in ourselves, other people become confident in us. And so this idea of getting comfortable or more importantly, confident on camera is very, very critical. Now, a couple things. First, you are going to be more critical of yourself than anyone else. So you probably appear better, more competent, more confident than you perceive yourself. If you play this video for someone who is honest and who knows you, they'll say, no, nah, that was pretty good, right? Even yeah. on your second or third or fourth video. And so know that you're going to judge yourself more harshly. Know that you've been trained to feel like video needs to be, I'm air quoting here for people listening, better <laughs> than it actually needs to be in this context. If it's for your website, if it's going to go on the homepage of your website, yeah, you, you probably ought to nail that because that is front and center. But if, if we're talking about some of these more casual things like following up after an appointment or introducing yourself to a new lead that you've sent two emails to and left one voicemail for, but they haven't responded to any of it, you send a personal video and just say, hey, I'm the guy that's sending you that stuff. I'm doing it because you reached out about this. Let's talk about it, right? This is just me to one or two or three or four people, Right reaching back out to past clients. Like if things start slowing down for some reason, or you see like some holes in the schedule, send personal video messages to past clients just saying, hey, I hope it's been about 18 months since we did this thing in your home. Hope it's going great. You know, wondering if you're looking at any other projects or if any of your friends or neighbors are, happy to talk to you anytime, pick up the phone, give me a call, right? This is just like leaving a voicemail, but with your whole self and in digital channels that don't have the same kind of obligation of, pick up your phone because it's ringing because I want to talk to you right now, right? Like I'm imposing myself on you. When you send a message, whether it's an email or any other type of message, or you passively put a video on a website, or you directly put a video in an email or a LinkedIn message or a Facebook message, you're giving people opportunity to spend 30 seconds with you or 90 seconds with you whenever they want. And if you're using a certain, most services will track that and tell you that your video has been played. So you know, maybe when to follow up. So that's all to say you're putting more pressure on yourself probably than you need to. I think if you're doing Zoom calls or Microsoft Team calls or whatever, Google, Google Meet or Cisco WebEx, you're doing video calls now and you've made a couple tweaks to how you show up in those videos, congratulations. You are definitely good enough to do these quicker, lighter weight videos. And I'll tell you, I've used this webcam that I'm standing in front of now to send video emails to 80 or 100,000 people before. Like, 
the, the, the barrier, the threshold is much lower than you think. And so the key to it, there are two keys that I'm going to offer you. One is obviously confidence and sincerity in the material or the message itself. If you're not confident and sincere that you can be of value and benefit to the other person, probably not a great format for you. Like if you don't believe yeah. in your service, not it's not going to go well. Sales in general just may not be a good fit. <laughs> True. Absolutely. Or you're at the wrong company. Yeah. Right? Like you need I'm of the mind that you need to believe in the product or service to to do work at a high level. Of course. And then so that's one. And I believe that probably most people listening have that. And then I would ask you if you are if you are confident and sincere and passionate about the value and benefit that you provide your customers, why wouldn't you get on camera to communicate that, right? And so this leads me into the other one because the answer to the question is, well, I'm not comfortable or confident yet. And I'll tell you, the only way through it is just like anything else. And that's practice, right? Skiing, chess, trombone, drums, electric guitar, speaking Mandarin, you know, (laughs) You're not good at any of these things the first time you try. And so this is a new skill set. I will tell you the skills are highly transferable to other work that you're doing, including sales presentations and sales calls or service calls for that matter. But it's practice. And so I guess I'll offer a practice tip here is family, friends, coworkers, people that you're connected to on social, you have reasons to send at least two of these a day. So that's what I'm prescribing to you to get comfortable on camera is to write down people's names or to scroll your social media feed and make a note and make a habit of sending at least two of these every day for two weeks. Thank you. Good job. Congratulations. I've been thinking about you or I just noticed that, right? Like, hey, Tina, it's Jeff over here at XYZ. Gosh, it's been 18 months since I've seen you. Just want to let you know, I noticed that, you know, you're daughter made captain of the volleyball team. That's awesome. I'm really excited for, I hope your family's doing well. And, you know, I hope you have a great day and tell her congratulations, right? Simple, simple things that A, make other people feel awesome. B, are comfortable because you know them, they know you. It's an easy message. Hey, George, it's Jeff, your boss. And you wouldn't say that, but I'm for the sake of the example. Sure. Hey, man, I know that you were working really hard on that Jenkins proposal. I just saw it came through. I want to tell you how proud I am. Man, you've just been so awesome. I know you've been working really hard the past two months, but you've been working hard the past 24 months since you joined us. I'm so glad you're on the team. Thanks again for getting that closed down and uh, have an awesome day, right? Like you might not see him. You might be working remotely. He might be working more in the field. Like just these little moments, like you have opportunities to say these things. And A, it makes other people feel awesome. B, it gets you comfortable with your equipment and your software. It gets C, it gets you comfortable kind of getting in and out of the videos. That's kind of awkward for people sometimes. It's like, how do I start and how do I end? Like, how do I get out of this thing? And then last thing here is that it will give you not just more replies, but like you will start to see in the way people reply to you that affirm that if you had typed out the exact same message, that they would have never said the things they said in responding to your video. And that will confirm to you that this is a different and better way to communicate and give you the encouragement you need to spend more time getting comfortable on camera. And so, you know, there are, there are multiple ways we can talk about using video in a variety of channels. I think by starting in this more intimate way with easy things to say to people you already know, 
it's, I always advised to start there because I've just seen so many people get over that hurdle of, ah, I'm, I'm awkward. Like, and if I feel awkward, I'm going to look awkward, et cetera, et cetera. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, We've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. There's a ton of good stuff in there and I feel like I'm really glad you describe it as a skill. And I think if if you're just starting out and you're shooting those first couple of things, the tendency is to shoot a video, watch it and go, eh, I'm not good on video. And then, it, and then you almost just kind of give up right there and it's game over. But if you look at it as, okay, this is a new skill that I'm starting out and maybe I'm terrible or maybe I'm okay, but my goal is just to make progress then I think taking that, you know, next step of shooting to a day, starting with people, you know, like then you get the reps in really quickly. So I really like the framing of it that way, because that makes it a lot easier to just get started and go, okay. And I, I reference back a lot of times to the first videos I did for marketing and it was 2010 and I decided it would be a great idea. I was going to do a YouTube series called Social Media Summer. I was going to do a video every day with a social media tip and post it to YouTube. I go watch, I'll go back to those periodically and just watch. I can only watch about 10 seconds of one because they're so, so bad. I can't even describe to you how bad they were. But I got, you know, 90 reps in or whatever it was that summer. And, and that helped a lot. And, uh, and then you, you just keep going. So I, would I you like also agree that. that the skills you develop doing that and the confidence that you develop doing that help you as a, as a podcast host today? Absolutely. I and mean, probably as a, uh, as a, as a leader as a inside person, your organization, yeah. when, like, as a speaker, I mean, any, yeah, any scenario, you just feel, you feel more confident. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, like one of the challenges here, and it's the same thing with anyone that wants to write a little bit or do video or like communicate things like this way. They feel like they need to find or discover their voice, but it really, you don't find it. It wasn't like waiting around the corner, just like you were just looking left when it was around the corner to the right. Like it's not there to be, it has to be developed. Mm-hmm. And you, you use the word iterative, like it is an iterative process. You develop it over time and you get your feet under you. And, you know, the sooner you start, the better you're good. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And the sooner you start, like, you'll be way ahead of your competition because by the time they start, they'll be starting that journey early on too. Another piece of like pushback I always hear is I'm shy or I'm introverted. Does that change anything? Like, do you have any, or is it just 
follow the same recipe. Like you got to just get in a couple of reps a day or, or are there like uh, little nuanced tips? That you yeah, it, it is that. Like, I don't know that I would call myself shy, but I am definitely introverted. I prefer smaller, intimate groups of people. I keep a very close personal network. I spend a lot of time running and hiking in solitude. That's what fills me back up, you know, not getting yep. together with a group of 35 people. I do enjoy that environment. So I would just offer like, I am introverted. I'm obviously well-versed on my topic. I believe in it very much. So if you're listening, you're like, yeah, you know, this guy just talk, 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 talk. Like, this is what brings me to life. And so if you're brought to life by the work that you're doing and the transformation that you're making in people's, not just in their homes, but in their lives and their futures, then again, this is something that you can get excited about. And so I would say for the shy person, it's okay to be shy-ish on camera, right? And so if you are methodical and analytical, you're going to be methodical and analytical when you show up in person. You're going to be methodical and analytical when you're on the phone. And you're going to be a bit methodical and analytical in your videos. If you are one of those outgoing, hard-driving, type A gregarious types, you're going to be that way on video. If you're this kind of quiet, muted, thoughtful person, that's who you're going to be on video. And here's the deal. Again, this is who you are to your teammates. This is who you are to your family members. This is who you are to your customers. This is who you are to your potential clients. Like, This is just who you are. And so video is just a better way for people to understand, A, the information that you're communicating, because again, they have eye contact, intonation, modulation, the way we're using our voices, the way we're using our bodies, the way we're using our hands. Perhaps, by the way, because you can screen share as well, perhaps the information you're putting up on the screen, a progress report, a proposal, a sales presentation, et cetera, you're going to be who you're going to be. And so I'm of the mind, like people don't say, I'm not an email person. You might say, I don't like email. There's too much spam in, in the inbox. And that's fine. But we all use email anyway. You don't say, I'm not a meeting person. I just don't do meetings. We all do meetings. We have to right? It's just part of what we do. We don't say, uh, you know what? I don't use the mail. We may not send direct mail campaigns, but we all send and receive something physically through the mail. Like I don't use mobile apps. Like we all use mobile. Like in my mind, video should be the same way. Video just needs to be in the mix. We need to find the appropriate moments in our day-to-day and in our week-to-week in order to communicate with everyone including our customers, including our team members, including our strategic partners and suppliers. Like, This is how we connect and bond in digital and virtual formats. Obviously, the pandemic changed all of our kind of normal behavior flows. And video calls and video messages helped close a lot of that gap. But I think what a lot of people ended up doing in this scenario is that they retreated back behind this cloak of digital anonymity, especially a shy person, perhaps, and it is to their detriment. And it's not just, it's not just because people don't aren't feeling as connected to them anymore because we, I don't, they don't see you anymore. It's like you don't get to be yourself as often either. Like there's something missing in the human experience in addition to the conversion metrics, in addition to the, you know, the outcomes and the professional context of all of this. There's a piece of your own human experience missing that once you get to the other side of being uncomfortable on camera, it's just, it's truly liberating and you are yourself more often, again, no matter your personality type. And so to the shy person, I say this is a wonderful opportunity for you because you can create these in-person moments without actually having to be in person with people. 
True. Yeah. And you have the luxury of, hey, I'm going to reshoot that a couple of times <laughs> yeah. if you don't like the first one. Yeah, no, that that's great advice. And and it's funny too, because I remember, you know, rewind a decade or so. And I, and I would also hear similar people like yourself saying, oh, well, I, I'm introverted too, but I just kind of figured it out. And and I I would have categorized myself as very shy uh, a decade ago, and I, I'm, I would still say I'm introverted. I'm like you, where it's like small groups, you know, that sort sort of thing. But then once you get comfortable speaking or doing podcasts or doing videos or doing, you know, being in front of the camera, it is funny because you're like, oh, I can just be myself, but your confidence still comes through. And so I, I guess I just throw that in as extra encouragement. If you are listening, you can still be very shy or very introverted. And, you know, I don't know, you can still achieve that. I bet, I bet you're not shy with your family or with your best friends. And so that's, I think, the level that you can experience through video. You can come across that way, I guess, is what I'm saying. So. Right. And now imagine what it would mean if your strategic partners and alliances, your supplier network, your customers and potential customers got a taste of who you are when you are your whole self as if, to use your words, as if you're with your family members or your friends. It's super, super powerful and it's so much better than hiding behind the keyboard. Yeah, totally. And the one thing I would add too is that, you know, people listening to a podcast like this or people looking at the Builder Funnel YouTube channel today compared to when you did the did the summer series, like you're like more people listen to your podcast today than they did a year ago than than did when you started. Same thing with your YouTube channel. And so, you know, people look at you now or they look at anyone who's publishing content or showing up on videos, you know, in YouTube or in LinkedIn or in Facebook or wherever else on websites and they and they say, "Oh gosh, that that person is just, you know, he he's just got it together. He is a video kind of person." And and we would both testify to the idea that it's a long journey. The first videos were terrible, and you just happen to be encountering us as we've grown our community, as we've grown our audience, and so you're seeing us at a highly developed point in this long journey. And I promise I'm going to be better at doing everything I did today. I did a lot of different stuff today, including guesting with you, sending some videos, doing a bunch of other stuff. I'm going to be better at all of those things five years from now than I am today. I'm going to be better at all those things five months from now than I am today. So whoever joins me on my podcast journey, I host a podcast as well, or gets you know a video message from me in LinkedIn because I try to greet everybody personally, um, which is hard to do sometimes depending on the streakiness of connections. <laughs> They're going to get a, a more refined and more practiced version of me than someone five months ago or five years ago. And so, you know, if you if you're looking around, right, if you're if you're thinking about who you pay attention to, who you listen to, who you watch, and you're saying, I can't be that person, the answer is yes, you can actually, because you are who they were when they started. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. And and you will be your own version of that, which will be that's the best part because it's congruent with who you actually are. Yeah, right. So. And you're you're truly one of a kind. Like yeah. a lot of people, oh, you're one in a million. Like th- that's not fair. If you're one in a million, you're kind of like average based on the human population <laughs> at this point. Like you are truly one of a kind. And so this idea of again holding yourself back or hiding behind, you know, faceless digital communication is it's not fair to you and it's not fair to the people that you are prepared to serve and benefit. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So Ethan, you gave people a couple of like uh, tips for just like getting started, you know, get the two videos in a day, but I guess maybe just at a, a more global level, if somebody's going, okay, like I like that. I like this idea of video. I'm, I'm going to make a commitment to this. Are there some other maybe just like baby steps or ways that somebody should maybe be thinking about like, okay, the rest of this year, I want to start moving into the video space. What are a couple of other good steps maybe besides the personal like before and after the meeting type videos? Is there anything else that you would recommend to people that you've just seen as impactful from a video perspective in communicating a message or something like that? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I I did a quick mention of it, but I think overall global tip is find one or two ways that you think video might help. And I would say like, look for an emotional component. Like if you have to break bad news or, or you want to create some excitement or if you need to, uh, again, I love frequently asked questions as a starting point, pick one or two spots where people are usually excited and capitalize on that. Maybe, maybe all you're going to do is after a project, when people are super excited, you're going to send a video thanking them for their business and asking them for an online review. You should have in place right now some kind of a function that requests a review of some kind. Add a video to that and better yet, add a personal video. Maybe that's where you're going to start because you know them, you've worked with them, they're feeling good and you want to leverage that and also get something in return uh, for the effort. Maybe that's it. So And I could prescribe a number of these different opportunities. I think another one is staying in touch with past clients. Come up with some kind of a cadence for yourself to stay in touch with past clients, to generate repeat and referral opportunities, and make video part of that touch. Again, you know them, they know you, they've already done business with you. And so it should be kind of like this lower threat situation. And then I guess the last one is, is again, frequently asked questions, great place to start too. And this doesn't mean that you need to put it on your website or put it on YouTube that might be too high a social threat to your tender ego. And I don't mean that in like a, a callous or, you know, flippant type of way. I mean, our ego is truly on the line here. That's one of the reasons it's so challenging is like, we don't want to be rejected. We don't want to be judged. Like it is, it's a threat to who we are. This is your, this is who you are in a digital format. So I completely respect the emotional threat that this poses. And so that's why I'm proposing this idea of this back channel, one-to-one stuff with people you know and who know you. But another really good way to get great benefit is to make two or three frequently asked question videos and just have them at hand ready to send to people when that question comes up. So those were specific ways to point to the higher level recommendation, which is find one or two ways to do it and just start doing it. One of the reasons I like these do them unique over and over again is those reps are where you get the real benefit. If you set out to make a frequently asked question video to send to the next 50 people who ask you that question, you've essentially had a long, painful route to one video. Whereas (laughs) if you take on some of these other things that we talked about in the conversation, you're going to wind up doing it four times this week, eight times next week, three times the week after, 10 times the week after that. And all of a sudden you've got 30, you know, reps under your belt and, and that's where you can start expanding. So pick one or two use cases and just start doing them. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That way you build the habit. No, that's, that's great advice. Well, Ethan, you know, the drill, we always end with the fast five, which you've probably already answered these questions, but before we get to that, like, do you want to share a little bit about what you're up to at bomb bomb or where's the best place people can get connected with you and what you guys are doing? Sure. If you enjoy this conversation and because you're listening at this point, I assume you did or else you would have tuned out a while ago, like, ah, this guy isn't for me or this topic isn't for me. Um, A, thank you. B, if you have questions, reach out. I'm just Ethan, E-T-H-A-N, at bombbomb.com. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on pretty much all the social networks. The software company that I work with is all about video messages to be more personal and human in your sales, marketing, service, pretty much any role in any business. And we do have a ton of customers in home building, real estate, some remodeling. I don't know. I wouldn't call that a specialty, but hopefully through this conversation, you've you've observed that this could be useful to you. And so we have customers like you and you can learn more about us at bombbomb.com. It's the word bomb twice, B-O-M-B, B-O-M-B.com. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. I'd highly recommend you guys go check out BombBomb and just, you know, build the habit of video. Uh, make Make this the year. But let's head into our fast five It'll be interesting. I'll have to go back and see if you answer these the same way. It'll be way. fun for me too, because I don't uh, like I remember yeah. <laughs> this now that you're saying it, but I don't remember the questions. Yeah. Well, and some of them I feel like change over time. So it's good. First one is favorite business book and why? Gosh, the one that comes top of mind to me right now is called The Service Profit Chain. I just been I revisited it recently. And the basic premise is that if you want to drive revenue growth and profitability, the single best place to invest your time and energy is in the employee experience. Cool. That's awesome. All right. Uh, who is the most inspirational person in your life? Gosh, I don't know how often I would guess people say this a lot, but it really is my wife. And I think it's because she is, um, A, an amazing person, but B, knows me better than anybody and therefore is like has a, a, a more nuanced view of me and like inspires me and motivates me in a way that tr- literally no one else could very cool. All right. If you could have one superpower, what would that be? Oh, gosh, that's a good one. I think for fun, it would probably be flying just because it'd be really fun and practical, kind of. It'd be useful. You know, I guess in a more practical sense, like uh, some amazing superhuman memory slash processing ability in my own brain, um, where maybe nice. it was like processing like AI. Uh, or machine learning, like while I sleep, it's still cranking things. And, you know, uh, that'd be kind of cool too. That'd be sweet. Yeah. All right. Describe yourself in three words. Okay. So so this is aspirational, but I guess I'll go honest, smart, and caring. Honest, I mean, that's just a necessary precursor for all things. And I'm square there. Smart, I just mean paying more attention, asking good questions, listening well, turning ideas into habits and practices and experimenting with ideas and then caring is just, you know, golden rule at a minimum, platinum rule when you can, you know, caring about other people. I think if I can do all three of those things at a at moderate to high level, I will have left most people in situations better than I found them. I like it. All right. Final question. If you can leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would that be? Gosh, it's going to sound a little bit of an echo to the whole thing, but honestly, this ability to get comfortable speaking to other people as yourself, in your own skin, with your own face, with your own voice, I promise not only will you get better results and better engagement with people, warmer conversations, more and better replies to the messages you're sending, 
it is liberating for you and it will transform your life. So I, I just say, this isn't about video. This is about you. Video is just a vehicle. It's the carrier. It's the medium. This is about you getting more comfortable, confident, and it's, it's reinforcing. It's just this positive, you know, flywheel, positive upward spiral. It gets its own momentum. Like it is truly a liberating thing to be on the other side of the discomfort most people feel when they get started and the benefits transfer to so much of the work that you do. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, Ethan, I'm I'm sure that this inspired a few people to get out there and start shooting some video, but uh, thanks for joining me today. It's always fun to get together with you. Yeah, thank you. And I think the Fast Five did change. <laughs> I think so. We'll, we'll go see if we can update that in the show notes. All right, thanks, Ethan. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that one with Ethan. And uh, as always, Ethan brings the energy and the passion. And you can tell he's got a lot of practice on, on video and, and podcasting. And he makes some really compelling points around how to get started, why video is so important, and just to pull out some takeaways. I mean, he mentioned the one action step, which is you know sending two videos a day to just friends, family, coworkers, people you're comfortable with to get those reps in. And it can just be a congrats or a, hey, been thinking about you. It can just be very casual messages, but just getting comfortable in front of the camera, practicing that, sending it along. I think that was a great takeaway. And then the other one was really just remembering that this is a skill you're developing. And it's one that's actually going to play out in your marketing, in your sales, uh, in the way you interact with customers. And it's also just going to help your overall confidence level. And you'll see it bleed into other areas. And I really liked that takeaway, mostly around remembering that it's a skill and it will take some practice. So don't forget that when you get on this journey and you start shooting video and you get frustrated, just remember, hey, I'm on this longer term journey. I know it's going to separate my company from my competition. I know it's going to help me in my different roles as a salesperson, as a leader, and all of those types of things. So remember that it's a skill and then start getting those reps in, shooting those couple of videos a day. Those are my two takeaways. And uh, thank you guys as always for listening. We'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text radio to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.